how do you have anything planned to to start this or anything anything you'd like to say perhaps to the people who have opened this up and they're like what the fuck is the infinity watch oh wait a minute i used this used to be my favorite podcast That's months right. ago what is this it's doing my, back here? It's my favorite podcast that had three hour long episodes because people can can really handle that, especially in a time in which no one's driving to work. True, true, true. I feel like I'm just going to say this. I feel like a lot of people have said this. I feel like we're living inside the like, what is it called? Like the blip or whatever <laughs> in Avengers Endgame. Yes! We're, we're existing before the time jump still. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Eric, I believe there's something you used to say at the beginning of these podcasts Well, that I, I can't say. I mean, look, we're just coming off of potentially the worst year on record of our lives, at least. And I don't want the energy to be too aggressive. So I don't know if this is going to be the tradition for the entire uh, new season. But in honor of the first episode of uh the new season of the infinity watch podcast we gotta start with a what up you marvel loving motherfucker gosh oh my gosh i will just say for the record the worst year of my life was around 2006 when we met but that's neither here nor there great great Um, great all right welcome to the infinity watch podcast (laughs) where we discuss all things marvel my name is tommy this is my co-host eric who is drinking like a cherry coke or what are you drinking a cherry coke you're dead oh i nailed it yeah hashtag not sponsored oh my goodness so yes, welcome to the Infinity Watch podcast. Uh, we previously had a, a, a Infinity Watch podcast that uh, was going through all the films of the MCU leading up to the penultimate Avengers Endgame, which was thoroughly satisfying Yes, in all avenues of superherodom. So. Absolutely. We'll see if the but, same can be said about the subject of today's episode. Oh boy, oh boy, here we are. I'm, we're not ready for that yet, but we're, we'll get there. All right, so basically, we're looking at 2021. We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's great. You know, we've we've had to deal with crazy year. Now we have basically Marvel Cinematic Universe content for the entire fucking year. Yeah, and I am I'm ready for it. I don't I like. I feel like we've talked about it a little bit. People kept saying there's too much superhero shit. People are going to get tired of it. We just had a year long break of it. Yeah. I mean, are you ready for some for some shows and movies again? Dude, yes. And I th- I really think I-, I wouldn't say I was feeling oversaturated during the time of Endgame, but I think maybe I didn't realize that I was because now I'm fully ready. I'm like much more ready than I was a year ago. I'm like because nothing real I mean, no movies really have come out. You know, there've been right. a few, but no like bangers, no Avengers end games, not even close. That's right. No, so, nothing even close. What, what what have we gotten recently? We had uh Christopher Nolan's Tenet came out. Uh Wonder Woman is it, isn't it uh, 1984. Is it Tenet? I've I think been calling it Tenet. I the think whole it's Tenet. 
Wow. Maybe I, it's not. Know, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds way it. douchier for some reason now. <laughs> I went to go see this film in the cinema called Tenet. It's quite <laughs> tasty, and I couldn't hear much of the dialogue. Um, but yeah, we just got Wonder Woman uh, 84, which a lot of people have mixed opinions on. But uh, yeah, my favorite, James Bond, has been delayed, I think, for the sixth time. <laughs> yep, like yep, that, yep. So I'm dying inside. But. Can I just say, and like, I don't know if this is going to start a fight immediately off the bat of this podcast, but... I think, in in my opinion, how bad Wonder Woman 84 was made me even more ready for Marvel stuff. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. It's I, because, not good. Yeah, I mean, once you told me how bad it was, I was like, I'll wait, you know. But, um, but yeah. But Pedro so Pascal is really good. And honestly, Gal Gadot is really good. It's just a dumb movie. Like, it's just, yeah. But but this, is, this isn't a DC roasting podcast. That's right. I mean, only sometimes, right? True. And so basically what we're planning on doing is week by week we'll uh, we'll come into the uh, podcast and we'll have some Marvel news hopefully of uh, casting things, rumors that are going on. And then we'll jump into whatever uh, episode or, or uh, show slash movie slash whatever is coming out related to Marvel this week. Um, and so this week we'll start going through WandaVision. But before we go through all that and before we kind of get into our regular swing of things, I wanted to just let everyone know – how many things are coming out this year? Because I don't think I realized it yeah. until I started doing this podcast and, and looking at all the shows. I, are I know I didn't realize it until you just told me this literally five minutes ago. Right. I made a, <laughs> I made a spreadsheet because that's what I do for all things in life. So it's January. We're about to have nine episodes of WandaVision, each about a half hour long. Then right after that, we have like a week break followed by six episodes of the falcon and the winter soldier which are gonna be like 40 to 60 minutes long so love it pretty long i'll put a caveat i'm gonna name some movies here these are release dates that are planned but with covid and everything who knows what's gonna change right after falcon and the winter soldier we got black widows coming out on may 7th i wouldn't be surprised if that date gets moved but we'll see and then right after that we get six episodes of loki 40 to 60 minutes long then another movie is supposed to be coming out in July, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, a movie I didn't even remember was coming out this year because it's 2021 and it still feels like 2017 for some reason. Yeah. Um, after that, we have a little bit of a break. We got uh, 10 episodes of the Marvel What If animated series, which is an animated series that features the voice cast of the live-action MCU, and it's kind of like a an episodic show where they kind of take a part of the MCU and go like, what if this was different in some crazy way? Like what if Peggy Carter was Captain Britain instead of the super soldier being Captain America, stuff like that. So we'll get 10 of those episodes. And then basically the end of the year is super busy. We have two series, Miss Marvel and Hawkeye, both six episodes long, 40 to 60 minutes long. And then we have two movies. We have Eternals coming out the first week of November and the third Spider-Man movie, which is uh, not titled yet, on the 17th of Home December. Homeworlds. Homeworlds. Is that what you bank. think? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you actually can take pretty that good. to the bank. That's actually pretty good. What if they, like, at the at the third movie, they're like, you know what? Fuck having home in the title. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, that would be really funny. I I would be annoyed, but that would be really funny. Spider-Man 3, fuck having to name our title with one word that doesn't really have any meaning whatsoever. What if they just named it Spider-Mans? 
Spider Man. Spider Man. There you go. Nah, Spider Man's. Spider Man's just has a special special little click to it. So yeah, basically we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So yeah, um, as we go through like the next eight weeks, we're going to be talking about WandaVision each week. Um, and today we got the first two episodes. Yeah. But so before you continue, I also want to say I've been uh, incessantly bugging Tom uh, to we're going to throw in some Star Wars episodes here and there, too, uh, That's right. because I, I, I feel like I maybe we came to this realization on the podcast, but it never left my mind when we had the realization that, like, you were slightly more the superhero guy and I was slightly more the Star Wars guy. And I just yep. never, I don't know. That's just kind of interesting to me. And even though we're both big fans of both, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I figure, you know, I would guess the crossover of Marvel fans and Star Wars fans is pretty high. So nerds uh, love nerd shit. Ex- yes. Yes. Know? So <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, and I say God, that with love. Yeah, absolutely. I've been I've been loving some of this Star Wars nerd shit. Um, so I, I would definitely love to. And I get way more into like like the, the novels and the comics and shit um, than Tom does. And so I would love to take this opportunity to try to sell him on some of these. Um, not this opportunity, but, you know, the opportunity of this podcast to uh, use some of these episodes to try to sell him and some of you on some of the more niche star Wars content out there. Um, so we're going to be throwing, uh, we're going to be throwing episodes like that in there too, which is why I have not done this yet, but the, uh, the theme song might've sounded a, a little bit different uh, for this, for this season, just uh, a little bit, something extra added on to it. We'll, Ooh. we'll see. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I've been, uh, I think, you know I, what you were saying earlier. I didn't realize I had a little bit of superhero fatigue. I think in hindsight, mm-hmm. I do see that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had a little bit of Star Wars frustration, is what I'll call it. Sure. With uh, sure. With, with some elements of the new trilogy, I enjoyed the movies overall, but there was just parts of them I didn't like. Sure. Um, but Mandalorian has done yeah. for Disney what they needed it to do. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. I'm almost done with season two. I'm like way behind, but I'm totally aboard now. I just saw Ahsoka Tano for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. Real badass, right? I ne- I needed this. And so <laughs> I think as we get more star- like Star Wars content and Eric has a lot of stuff he's always reading and, and looking into, we'll definitely be talking about that and it'll it'll be super cool. Hell yeah. All right. Let's jump into Marvel News for the week. Oh baby. All right. I have I have a few things because this has been an exciting start of the year. Yeah, we got our official confirmation that Deadpool three is happening. It will be rated R and it will be in the MCU. Yeah, huge, which is super exciting. A lot of people were concerned that because it's Disney now, they're not going to want to do rated R. But yeah. fuck that. Apparently, the uh, Kevin Feige says. Yeah, no, the, the, I I was just going to say the the rumor is that Feige fought hard for that r it it sounded like uh and in fact i read that rumor like two or three days before this announcement and a big part of me wonders if feige just said that shit just 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 so they would yeah just so they have to do it it's just you know i i don't know like i get like disney's disney but i i guess i just don't really understand 
how you can argue against the success of the first two Deadpool movies. The first one being the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time, only to then be beat by its sequel. Yeah. So, you know. I think it's um, I think it's less I don't think they would argue the success a third one would bring, but they might argue this is a drop in the bucket. We're fucking Disney and we have to worry about our brand. Yeah. And and, and I do understand that, but also just grow Get over up, yourself, Disney. Yeah, Disney. yeah grow Get the over fuck yourself. Up. Okay. It's 2021. Let Deadpool say fuck. Yeah. Apparently, you know, because it all happens behind the scenes, Thanos can kill half the world. It's fine. But, you know, you have a guy with some swords yeah, chopping right. people in half. And it's a big old problem now. Doesn't make any know. goddamn sense. Doesn't make you know, any well, sense. Let's kill everyone, but if you say fuck, the children will be upset, Eric. Yeah, okay? that's true. Can't swear. All right. But yeah, uh, we got we got what we wanted. So yes, we did. Um. So do you think that they are going to? Do you think that's going to be the movie? That well, what are you? What are you? I'm what are you even I'm saying? getting at mutants. How are they bringing mutants into the MCU? And because I, I read um, I read something, I don't know if it was like, it probably was just a rumor, but something about um, Deadpool wanted to basically kill the Fox universe, and that's how they, like, make sense of none of those characters exist anymore, but Deadpool's coming over to the MCU. Like, they're going to use the narrative device of, in the comics, um, like, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. The mm-hmm. idea was Deadpool kills the Fox movie universe of Marvel guys. I think there's going to be like a lot of gags about that. Um, but I, I honestly think like fans on the internet are overcomplicated how how they're going to overcomplicating how they're going to bring in the X Men. I feel like they're just going to be like, well, these people started getting powers. You're probably right, and they're the X Men, and they're that's it. Like, I, I think, think I just hate really, that, but you know, I but I know you're probably right. Because, like, like people might not like it, right? But then, like, the movie's going to continue, and they're going to be like, okay, whatever. And then it'll just be the X-Men movies again. Yeah, it's going to have to it's be gonna be wavy, for sure. Yeah, like, between that and the Fantastic Four and stuff, I don't think they're going to overcomplicate the explanation there. So, who knows? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. God damn it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I usually am, but we'll see. Um, all right. There was a lot of rumors this week um, around Chris Evans and that he was nearing a deal to reprise the role of Captain America in a future MCU movie, which seemed crazy because he just kind of finished. Um, And so a lot of of chatter about that. But then he just tweeted out news to me with a shrugging emoji, which to me is just like, yeah, he's doing it. it. (laughs) Yeah, he's 100% (laughs) doing it. He's 100% doing it. I was unsure until that tweet, and that tweet convinced me. He's 100% Yeah, I feel the it. same way. It does the opposite of what he was trying to do. Yeah. He's 100% coming back. Yeah, for sure. It's just for a question sure. of what movie it is. And so, and if he's going to be Old Man Cap or Cap Cap. That's what I was just about <laughs> to ask you. What is your vote? Is he going to be Old Man Cap or Normal Cap? I think he's going to be Normal Cap, and he's going to be a scroll. Ooh, okay, yeah. That would actually make a lot of sense because we have, uh, what is it, the Secret Invasion show will come out, I think, next year Yep. Uh, with Nick Fury and some scrolls. And so, yeah, I mean, that seems like a, oh, man, it's like a perfect opportunity. He, like, Ooh. comes back and then it's he's a scroll and people think he's not a scroll. I have a, I have what I want it to be, though. Ooh, I, what's that? I want him to be one of Moon Knight's split personalities. Oh, a la the uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. 
and I and Moon Knight. yeah, if they could get like Robert Downey Jr. just to shoot for like a day, just shoot, <laughs> just shoot like a couple scenes. Twenty million dollars later, it's worth it. More than worth it. Speaking of Moon Knight, so that's a series that'll be coming out, I believe, next year as well, featuring Oscar Isaac. Um, it was now reported that Ethan Hawke has been added as the main villain. We're not sure who, but he'll be the actor. Oh, there, we're so. sure who. It's Dracula, that big fucking nerd. Oh, my gosh. I just <laughs> I, this this show. I love Moon Knight. I know you love Moon Knight. Um, I'm really excited. Like these the big name actors are joining these yeah. projects. And I think uh, the Disney Plus series are really giving them a, a better opportunity to write stories that are kind of outside the formula for what we're used to within the MCU. Definitely. Um, I said Dracula, you know, kind of as a joke because of the meme, but do you think he's going to like, what do you, do you think he's going to be Dracula? I think he might, I really do think he might be, but he could very well be Dracula, uh, Dracula werewolf, um, or Bushman, Bushman. Yeah. Bushman. Bushman. Yeah. So one of those guys probably, um, I'm sure we'll find out within the coming weeks and months because all these things kind of drop pretty quickly, but big names. Um, yeah, and, huge. and by the way, we did get confirmation that, uh, that series will be six episodes long, 40 to 50 minute episodes as well. So nice, very cool stuff. Um, I think we had one more rumor that I, I saw, Oh no, sorry, two more. So we had a couple of rumors out related to the Netflix shows, which, I'm I'm not a big fan of connecting those to the MCU and people fight me on it all the time. But if it wasn't done by Kevin Feige, I just don't add it in. But people disagree yeah. on that all the time, so whatever. Um, but <laughs> reportedly, Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones is set to appear in She-Hulk. And there was also oh. reports out that Charlie Cox has filmed a role uh, for the third Spider-Man movie. Charlie Cox is the Daredevil actor. Um, these are all rumors, though. And so... Could just be wishful thinking, but who knows? Wow. So I had not heard. I saw the the uh, Charlie Cox rumor. I had not heard about Jessica Jones and She-Hulk, which I almost feel like I want more. Uh, that would be that would be real sick. Um, it seems like a good fit. Yes. Right? Yeah, it really it really does. Um, I guess for whatever reason, I don't know why. Like I'm full. I'm a hundred percent sure that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are gonna be like different Peter Parker. Like I, f- I don't know if that's officially, officially, official yet, but it's definitely happening. But in my mind, right. I just don't believe. I don't really believe the Charlie Cox rumor. I don't know. I Neither don't, do I. I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't he's gonna be in that movie. Yeah, and if he is, I don't think he's Daredevil. I, I think maybe there's like some like uh, if if he is in the movie, he might just be like some character as kind of like a hey, look, it's Charlie Cox. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it, yeah. But I don't think I don't believe either of them. I don't think the Netflix characters are coming back. Yeah. Um, But you never know. Maybe they'll bring Jessica Jones back just as like a side character. But I, I Daredevil, I want like a series or a, a movie where it's like more acrobatic, more yeah. like. You know, less less street level and more. You know, I want him to be swinging around and shit. Yeah, for sure. It. Yeah, I think that's what it needs. And honestly, more Ben Affleck Daredevil type stuff. That's gonna be controversial. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Um. Also, by the way, watch the director's cut of that movie. If you can phase out the Evanescence music, it's actually quite good. Wake um, me up. I, <laughs> wake me up inside <laughs> oh my gosh 
But no, in all seriousness, like whatever you feel about that movie, which had John Favreau as an actor in it, by the way. Yeah. Oh, which is funny to see. <laughs> um, I think the way that Daredevil moves in that movie is more close to the comics and where she, you know, his, his little billy club and he's able to shoot, yeah. shoot up and like attach to buildings and stuff. It just that's what I want to see. Um, which that was lacking a lot in the Netflix show. Yeah. Also, like the Netflix costume is fine, but it's not great. They it's need, decent. They, yeah, it's, it's exactly. Decent. It's decent. It always just looked like a pretty good cosplay. Yeah. To me. Yeah. That's uh, and Daredevil's my favorite. My favorite comic book hero. Yeah. So like, you know, I want it to be great. I I'm not dogging Daredevil at all. I love Daredevil. It just like wasn't quite what it needed to be for me. I they don't have the balls. But I would love to see the yellow costume. <laughs> oh man! But there's no one, way yeah. we ever will. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, wrapping up Marvel news for today is another rumor that Joseph Gordon-Levitt has recently met with the creative heads at Marvel about a future project, which I actually probably believe he was previously yeah. on the shortlist for Star Lord. He auditioned for Star Lord, I believe, um, and Ant Man, and so. You know, oh. this happened in the past, like Benedict Cumberbatch had met with them and then he was in Doctor Strange. I think the heads at Marvel have liked uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for a while. I think they just need the right project for him to come around, which is going to be fantastic for calling it Reed oh, Richards yep. right now. Wow. Putting all my money in. Yeah, that's uh, that one does kind of hurt for all the John Krasinski uh, fans out there, but but. You're so right. Now that you said that, you're so right. <laughs> I would prefer John Krasinski, let me just say that. But I think that that's kind of like a, a fever dream. You're uh, you, you are know? so right. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. You can put that one in the books too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> sure. We're making lots of bets. Today. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is 100% going to be Mr. Fantastic. It would have been awesome. John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Invisible Woman. Mr. Fantastic. All right. That's Marvel news. Unless Eric, you had anything else. Uh, I do not. I Sorry if you can hear my dog. I will cut this out. <laughs> maybe. I mean, actually, maybe. You know, I might not. I'm going to try to really, do less editing in this this time around. If we is it really the it. Infinity Watch podcast if you don't hear at least one of our dogs? That barking. is true. Mine are sleeping somehow. I'm just waiting for like the male lady to show up and for them to lose their collective shit. <laughs> but we'll see. All right. So our topic today, WandaVision. So this today, I believe this episode is releasing on Monday. Yep. The first two episodes of WandaVision, the first of our Disney Plus Marvel series, came out on Friday. Uh, WandaVision, created and uh, ran by Jack Schaefer, who also co-wrote Captain Marvel and the upcoming Black Widow film, so very involved in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Eric, do you want to break these up episode by episode or talk about them in one chunk? I think we should talk about them. I feel pretty differently about the two episodes. All right, let's let's go let's go one by one. Um, so, WandaVision episode one. I believe this is uh, like a Dick Van Dyke kind of uh, Dick Van Dyke show kind of homage, from what I could tell. I'm not sure. I'm not very good at really old TV. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you, dude, hearing that Marvel Studios fanfare again after so long <laughs> kind of gave me goosebumps. <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" Like yeah. I I needed this. It felt good. Um, but yeah, we basically, uh, open up to, uh, Dick Van Dyke show kind of homage black and white television show four three aspect ratio. Yeah. yeah. It's super different from anything we've seen in the MCU so far. Yeah. 
That's for sure. It even started out with like a like a fifty sound and like theme song. About, yeah. About, about you know, I think it's Vision. when when this show originally was announced. I think it was titled Vision and the Scarlet Witch, right? Or Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Maybe. And then they changed the title to WandaVision. And like, actually, I didn't like it at first. I was like, why is it called that? But like every TV show is seemingly going to be like an homage to a certain type of television show. And yeah. so the name is actually kind of brilliant. Yeah. It's about television and it's WandaVision. The name has grown on me. Also, before we go any further, we should full spoilers, I assume. Oh, yes. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Once we start yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. our topic, it's full spoilers. Yep. So. Yep. Full spoilers. Um, Why are you listening to us if you haven't watched? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, and they're no short. They're life. short episodes, too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I so how do you want do you want to like talk about the episode and then talk about how we felt about the episode or yeah, I, I can kind of give like a high level overview okay. of the episode maybe. Um, so it opens up a little TV show intro uh, vision and the Scarlet Witch, or I guess we should just call her Wanda because they never really call her the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. yeah uh, vision Wanda. and Wanda are living in like a fifties life. Uh, they apparently just got married um, and they're trying to figure out why there's a heart on their calendar. Um, and basically, uh, they end up finding out that Vision is having his boss and his boss's wife over for dinner. Meanwhile, Wanda thinks it's their anniversary. And so there's some shenanigans going on between what each other thinks the night is going to be. Yep. A big um, theme then, is they're both uh, very forgetful. Like they, they can't quite remember when they got married. They can't quite remember uh, like why they don't have rings. But they're they're certainly in love. They're certainly they totally agree that like it's everything's right that they are there together. No, but they right. just can't quite remember some of the, the details of their history. It's almost as if they're, they're in a dream and then they're starting to think about it more. And they're like, wait a second. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. remember the beginning of this, you it, know, and exactly. they're just thrown into it. Yeah. You know? Um, and so, yeah, there's basically some shenanigans and, and trying to get dinner cooked. And then, uh, Basically, at some point, Vision's boss starts choking on dinner uh, to a point in which um, I guess we'll get into it a little bit later and Vision ends up saving him. But we'll, we'll go into some of the individual pieces of this. Um, I would like to start on this point. Um, in the middle of the episode, there's a commercial. Yeah, yeah. For a product. Yep. And, and it starts off, It's this is not like the 1950s, 40s, whatever it is. It says, is your husband tired of you burning his toast? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've never laughed so hard at the misogyny. It's so terrible, but it was really funny. And the product that they're selling is called a Toastmate 2000 yeah, by Stark, Stark Industries. Industries. Um, and you know what I immediately thought of when I saw this commercial? I'm like, why is this commercial here? I just thought of Wanda's mate is toast vision's dead what is it we're experiencing because her mate aka vision is toast as in dead and so yeah. i thought the name of it toast mate is really kind of fucked up because we're watching the show that's supposed to be taking place after endgame right and vision's seemingly alive why how what is going on that's my question yeah well can i just say Listening to you recap the episode was about a million times more enjoyable to me than watching the episode. <laughs> really? You didn't like it? I fucking hated it. But it's not wow. that I hated 
before I say anything else, let me just say, first of all, Elizabeth Olsen is incredible as an actress, like really yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, fuck, who plays Vision? Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. He's very good as well, but I think, but I think Elizabeth Olsen really shines. She does a great job. Nothing that I'm about to say has anything to do really with any of the performances. Oh man. But just the presentation to me was unbearable. I see what they're trying to do. I get it. But I, that would have been cool if that was like five minutes of an episode, it would have been cute. would have been quirky. I have zero interest in watching that for 30 minutes. Like, dude, that really? was, oh my that was painful. It really was painful. I couldn't, I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. Wow. I thought like you're, you're, you're basically introducing this world that you don't understand. It's like a perfect homage to that type of television show. Even though I didn't like really, I've never seen too many episodes of television from that period of time, but I have, um, but but what I what I took it as is, um, you know, someone's creating this world in which they're living in like this fake world, right? And it follows all the steps for you know that world perfectly, all until her uh, vision's boss starts choking on dinner, and at that point, you know, which is only like five percent of the episode, right? It becomes so deeply unsettling. That, you know, we got the boss and the wife, Wanda and Vision, sitting at the table. The boss starts choking and and the wife just keeps laughing and she's laughing. She goes, stop that. And she's smiling, you know, like she's the happiest she's ever been. She'll keep laughing. Stop that. And it just keeps going and going and going. And everyone's in character in this little world until it's almost like Elizabeth. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, no, it's like the suspense. The just it's like you could feel it. It's so strong. And then Elizabeth Olsen. I think she's so good at this and we'll talk about the next episode in a bit, but you could see everything about her character change in a second. And she just says vision, save him. And it's like a totally different person talking for just three words. Yep. And then vision phases through and, and takes whatever the stake out or whatever it is. Um, but in that buildup, it was so strange. Um, and it's worth noting that before he starts choking, he started asking the couple about when were they married? How did they get here? How did they move? But right before he starts choking, he asks them twice, why did you come here? Yep. And he's getting angry. Why did you come here? And it just it just sparked off that series of just deeply unsettling events where it's just like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. And I loved that. I loved it. I felt like it just slowly was just kind of the episode was going and then it just pow, shot right off. And I was I was so intrigued. I like I don't disagree with anything you just said, but I I just don't want to watch 50s style TV for 20 minutes prior to that. Then like oh like th- that all of that could have been communicated in five minutes. I guess that's my thing. Like I don't need all the cutesy little 50s like bullshit jokes that weren't funny at all and i get that's the point but why like why just put that in five minutes i love the i love the joke where it was where uh she's like how do you feel about hash browns smoked sausage bacon some eggs and then vision just goes i say oh i don't eat food you know <laughs> at the very beginning i love yeah, that yeah. Um, see i just felt i didn't 
again, you saying that joke was more entertaining. Because at that point in the show, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was so mad that, like, <laughs> nothing they possibly could have said would have made me laugh. So I was like, oh, this is not good. And I don't. Because it, it's clearly I very it was fucking good. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's clearly very caringly created, but it is aggressively not for me. I'll put I'll I'll say that. I suppose it's a good thing that every episode will be different, so you don't have to relive the fifties anymore after this. Yeah, and and we'll talk about what happened at the end of this episode and and the next episode, which I did like a little bit more, but I don't think I'm gonna be able to get past the conceit. Like I fucking yeah. hate it. If it's going to be 29 minutes of that and one minute of what of the real what I consider to be the real story, fuck that. That's going to drive me crazy. <laughs> I mean, I think we got nine episodes, right? I think this is going to start um, basically we'll see more and more each episode. And, and I think shortly we'll talk about the next episode. But I really think they'll just keep building up and it getting more and more crazy. And then you'll have that reveal, right? Which will be satisfying. But basically at the end of this episode, uh, um, Biz phases through his boss, saves him. And then they're like, all right, look at time. It's time to leave. And then the whole episode of the television show uh, kind of zooms out basically to someone watching that episode of the TV on a, screen in what looks like a a sword observation facility oh did you is that your guess that it's sword or did i miss is there some sword shit there that i missed there's a sword logo oh okay there's a sword logo okay um which is interesting see, how do they what is the the acronym in this show is bu, 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 bu. It's something about it is sentience um let's see sentient weapon observation response yep, division yep, yep, yep. It defense defense um, something defense yeah, yeah I think they switched it but it's something along those lines basically another shield esque organization yeah. we'll figure out more about it as the series but more on. specifically so um seems to be more specifically centered on aliens than shield yes yep hundred percent I feel like shield just hunts down artifacts <laughs> pretty <laughs> so. much pretty much so that's episode one yes so. and and can I just say I <laughs> and this is again this is just because of my own personal preferences but when it pulled back and it actually looked like a real show for literally 30 seconds and then the end credits the end credits were my favorite part of the episode by far because the end they were the end credits well were really good and i was like yep. fuck i want to watch this show i don't want to watch a show from the 50s i want to watch the show that these credits are for and it's like the it's like like i want to watch i don't want to watch the show inside the show i just want to watch the show does that make sense yeah no i totally get it but i i totally disagree i watched it twice i watched it i would i will never watch that again ever it was painful oh my god i i might watch it again if somebody cuts it it up to like the abridged version it's like three or four minutes long i'll watch that but wow wow (laughs) all right let's jump into episode two yeah 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 um so basically, I think this next one, I'm not quite sure. It seems like it's like an I Dream a Genie kind of, like moving on maybe in the 60s a little bit. Still black and white. Um, uh, so basically, <laughs> I thought this was really funny. This is what I wrote down in my notes. Wanda and Viz wake up to loud noises outside their home, then fuck. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, so they hear weird noises. They're both scared to go check them out, which seems weird when, like, you're both, like, super mega-powered superheroes, right? Like, you're scared. Like, you got basically Superman and, like, crazy psycho woman, uh, and you're too scared to hear noises outside. But then they move their individual, like, twin-sized beds together or single beds together to make, like, a big one. And then they literally have sex. Yeah. Robo Scarlet Witch sex. So... Apparently Disney is fine with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the theme of this episode is basically. Um, Would that just be considered hear... masturbation? One one might one might make that argument. Vision yeah, is basically you know. a sex toy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a full bodied prosthesis. Yeah. At this point, so good for you. That's Wanda. a good point. Um, <laughs> so the background of this this episode, they hear noises outside. They're concerned about. And they are also prepping for their town talent show to support uh, the children of the local elementary school. We now know that they're living in the town of Westview. And people keep saying throughout this episode, it's for the children, which was really freaking me out. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Um, Okay. And so uh, they're prepping for that. Vision goes to uh, the library to meet up with the neighborhood watch. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, Wanda is trying to work with uh, basically the women of the town uh, who are organizing the show, and she's trying to impress this lady named Dottie, who seems to run the social circles of the entire town, basically. Um, and so that that's kind of the overall um, theme of the episode for the most part. Um, since we started the last one off with talking about the commercial that happens in the middle, yeah, this commercial <laughs> really set the scene for me because the commercial is for uh, Strucker watch uh, watches. And so it says, uh, Strucker watches, he'll make time for you. They show a close-up of the watch, and it has the Hydra logo and says Hydra. And obviously Strucker is an homage yep. to Baron, Baron Von Strucker, Strucker, who we see in Age of Ultron. And so at this point, I'm starting to think that these commercials are just highlighting the past trauma that Wanda's experiencing. Stark was a, a cause of oh, trauma for her yeah. because the Stark bombs were blowing up Sokovia, right? And then it's a toast mate, and her mate is toast, being meaning uh, Vision's dead. And then Baron Von Strucker and Hydra uh, were committing basically like war crimes and doing torturing experiments on her and her brother and so both of those things very traumatic past events for wanda yeah that's a good that yeah i'm sure you're right i'm sure you're right that's crazy and and like i enjoy that like that's super cool i just hate the presentation like i just cannot get past did you hate this episode too like we'll withhold i like this this one slightly more than the first one but but it's but it's because (laughs) <laughs> a big part of that is because this one you could feel more of what i consider to be the real story poking through and that about midway through the right. episode um there's a radio playing near wanda and it basically turns into uh like a like a radio signal of someone saying wanda who's doing this to you yeah so which is see. funny because I... the answer is obviously wanda so I'd say even even before that, right? So after all this is happening, Vision leaves the home to go to the neighborhood watch yep. group. Wanda hears a noise and goes outside. At this point, we're watching a black and white four three aspect ratio TV show. Yeah, 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 she yeah. goes outside, doesn't see anything, and then in her bushes in front of her house, there is a full color red and yellow toy helicopter with the sword logo on it, just sitting in the bushes. 
I got. I, I mean, really got to keep more of an eye out for sword logos. I miss both of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a good thing I'm here. I guess. And attention to detail when you watch the episode several times. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's it's not even like subtle. It is like bright yellow, yeah, yeah, bright yeah, yeah. red. It is bright, and so that happens. Uh, but yeah, what Eric was alluding to is, is that Dottie woman. They were running a meeting, and they kind of you know Wanda says, "I think we might have gotten off on the wrong foot." Um, she's like, mean vision don't mean any harm to you, which I thought was a weird thing to say. Um, and so as they're talking, they're listening to the radio, the radio stops and you hear Wanda, Wanda, can you read me over Wanda, Wanda, who is doing this to you, Wanda, Yep. which I would agree with what you said. I think she's doing it to herself mm -hmm. for sure. But the whole, the whole scene was super eerie. Um, and it just like, it just kind of furthered that intrigue, right? This is the second time in this episode where we're breaking through kind of, you know, the curtains that were, were hidden behind and we're kind of seeing through to what we're actually supposed to see. Right. Um, and then Dottie shatters a glass that she's holding onto and it cuts her hand and her hand is bleeding and the blood is bright red as well across the black and white backdrop, yep. which is the second time we see that color again. So yeah, super just strange. Yeah, and I would say um, that that scene with the radio that and and the blood is another. I mean, I would call that like horror, basically. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's deeply unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Deeply unsettled, which I thought they handled that piece pretty well. Um, but that was my that know, was, was my next... favorite part of the episode. I, I was like, ooh, I'm su I'm into this for sure. Ooh, that's it's not even at my that's my second favorite part. Okay. Um, but we'll get to the third part towards the end. Um. You know, I, I'm interested to see what you think about this next part of the episode because I actually genuinely enjoyed watching this. Um, so we have the the talent show that the that the town is putting on, mm -hmm. and uh, during the neighborhood watch meeting, uh, Vision accidentally swallows some gum, which just basically fucks up his robotness <laughs> somehow, right? Yeah. It's you know, it's a very silly, playful gag, um, and so he kind of basically is drunk what we would consider drunk the entire time during this talent show where they're supposed to be playing uh, a magician and a magician's assistant. So this is Wanda and Vision. Yeah. And so instead of kind of just doing hokey, you know, magic tricks, Vision is actually using his powers and the entire town thinks it's magic. So Wanda then has to use her powers to make it seem like it's just a gag, like a hokey magic yeah. trick. And I actually really enjoyed like that, like five, 10 minute sequence of him doing like he's flying, he's lifting up a piano and all these things and her just trying to turn it so they don't realize that they're superheroes. Yep. Yeah. Again, love the idea. <laughs> Didn't oh my like gosh. the presentation at all. Uh, this actually, this was my least favorite sequence from Paul Bettany in the two episodes. Really? Like, relax, guy. Like, I, and, but again, I'm sh uh, let me even walk that back because I'm sure it, w it was at the direction of the director. But like, I hated that shit. I, like, oh man. man, I hated it. <laughs> I didn't expect us to have a situation so early in the podcast in which you were so wrong so much <laughs> dude it's just so, like it's so good it was so good i just don't I, I just don't find that stuff charming i don't find it cute i don't find it funny i just find it annoying you heard it first on this show folks eric hates happiness and fun <laughs> all right so wanda and vision win win the talent show uh, so yep. she she wins over the respect but, of Dottie, but not because good. of their magic. Uh, uh, 
What the fuck is the word? Not because of how good they are at magic, but because they found them hilarious, I guess. Right. They just thought it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Like they thought that the whole thing was planned yeah. basically, right? Um, and so after Wanda, Wanda uses her powers to get the gum out of Vision. Can, can I um, can I just say that I took one note for these two episodes? One note, and it says, I just knew I was gonna be pulling all this heavy weight." And here. it says, <laughs> "The only time I laughed during the whole two episodes was when Gum Drunk Vision called Herbert Sherbert, and then I laughed really hard at the phrase Gum Drunk." <laughs> Oh my gosh! You're so bad. You know the the one the funniest part of the talent show for me is is Vision literally picks up the piano right that a guy was playing on earlier, yep. and so he's actually lifting it up. And so Wanda turns it into like a cardboard cutout that just looks like the front of the piano. Yep. And then you see the guy that was playing the piano earlier, and he goes, "That was my grandmother's piano." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. It's really silly. I loved it. Um, but yeah, basically the show ends. They go home. And Wanda is pregnant. Yeah. She's just straight up pregnant. I don't know how that works, <laughs> but there's some kind of witchy robotic baby growing in there. Yeah. You know, we might have like an alien situation, you know, pops out of her belly or something. I don't and, know. And, and as this is happening, I believe she asks Vision, is this really happening? And I, and I believe right. he really sincerely looks at her and says, yes, it is. And that, yeah. that, made me immediately mistrust if that if vision specifically is a projection of wanda right and i think even before that happens right so there he notices she's pregnant right and then those loud noises happen outside again this is my favorite part of the episode right here um and i would i would kind of similarly say this is kind of the choking episode from last last episode yeah, in yep, this yep, one yep. right so loud noises happen they go outside and they walk out and, and look in the street there is now a sewer manhole cover in the middle of the street where there wasn't previously in the episode when we saw the street. Um, and a man in a beekeeper outfit with a bunch of bees flying around yeah. him is getting out of the sewer manhole. And this feeling of dread and just anxiety, like it's, it gets really fucking heavy and it feels super evil. And he just quickly glances over at the two of them. And I don't know who this person is, but it freaked me the fuck out. And you just see again Elizabeth Olsen, all the props. It's like her entire character changes for a second. And just with a snap, she just says, no. And the entire episode rewinds, rewinds, rewinds. And we're back in the house again when Vision is noticing that Scarlet Witch is pregnant. And I think that might be where she asks, is this real? I'm not sure if it's before or after. Um, But when he says yes, the entire episode you see Vision's face turn to color, and then the entire scene turns into yeah, color. Wizard of Eyes style. Yeah. Wizard of Oz, and, if I can talk. Literally. <laughs> um, but it's it just, it was so strange, the dichotomy of that moment when everything's color and they're happy to before she rewinded everything. It's just, that's when you felt that suppression coming from Wanda, where she changes, she she kind of steps outside of the setting we're in, and just says one word, and that entire reality changes again. And I loved that. I thought it was so cool, and I thought they nailed it. Yeah. This, again, I I really liked that part too. But I didn't I I didn't need the twenty minutes before it. It's like oh my goodness. It's like I just don't. Yeah. Like all the ideas are good. The execution is obviously great. It's just not my thing. <laughs> 
You can't satisfy these uh, low focus, low attention millennials these days. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's me. That's you just me. can't do it. But yeah, that that was basically the episode. And then uh, next week, I think we'll have our first full color episode of WandaVision from what it seems like. What happened at the there was a very or did it pull back and show anything more of the I think it just pulls back to the same kind of screen again where we see the sword facility. If I recall, did you see in one of the episodes? I feel like you at least see like an arm like you see there's a person there watching believe it's in both of them you see someone watching um they have like a notebook and then they close the notebook and then right, that's when it right, ends right. you see a sh- you see a, sh- a sword logo on one of the computer screens something like that but yeah you see a notebook and there's someone watching you know that someone's there watching yeah. and so whatever that means we don't know i think we'll we'll have a better idea next week yeah i like what this potentially means for doctor strange in the multiverse of madness because clearly yep. I and I've said this uh, uh, too many times already in this episode, but I feel like the most enjoyable parts to me were the horror elements. And I felt like they were very effectively done. And the rumor is that the new Doctor Strange movie is basically going to be a horror movie. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, Elizabeth Olsen is going to be in that movie. Um, Right. That's official, right? Or is that just Uh, a rumor? If it's not, she probably will be. But um but it really has me interested to see Marvel trying actually tense stuff in a way that's not, who's Ultron going to blow up the world? Ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's very different than what we're seeing. You know, like I know you feel a little bit differently about this format. Right. But I think overall, my impression is like this show would be pretty interesting regardless of everything else that's connected to it. But what to me made it really great and enjoyable is that, Last we saw Wanda and Vision, Vision is fucking dead. Yeah. Wanda's super powerful, right? They just defeated Thanos, but like, where does that leave her emotionally, mentally? And that's where my mind keeps going, what is happening? How is this happening? Where are we? Mm-hmm. How is Vision here? You know, it's all those questions to me that really amplified these two episodes. I think it's um, those so I really same enjoyed that. questions that annoyed me so much. Because like, I, yeah. they, like, they should have at least, it's basically. F- an hour of preamble, at least probably longer before we even get a hint at the answers to those questions. And it's like, it just feels I think we already have that hint though. Right. I think you already kind of figured out she's doing something to herself and I yeah, think sword is not... trying to get her out of it. Yeah. That's my guess. And like, I'm, sh- I'm sure that's true, but like, that's just a guess, you know, it could, right. it could be nothing like that at all. And, um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I feel think, like they could have split. It's just too much, too much of the, of <laughs> what I would consider to be the, uh, gimmick. It's like they, they went real heavy on the gimmick too heavy. If you ask me. All right. So let's, let's jump into our rating. So as we do on the infinity watch podcast, mm-hmm. as we go through shows and movies, we rate how much we enjoyed or liked those shows or movies out of six full infinity stones, no breaking them in half because then, you know, things get all kind of fucky and weird. Yep. And so Eric, yes, let's rate these one at a time. We'll go episode one first. Yes. How would you rate this episode out of six infinity stones? I would give episode one. In terms of personal enjoyment, oh boy, I give it oh like boy. a two. A two? Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's that's like uh, Thor: The Dark World material or something, and uh, the Incredible Hulk. I would rather watch Thor: The Dark World than this for sure. Whoa! For sure, no All question. Right. I'm giving this a solid four. The first episode, okay, solid four for me. Um, all right, episode two. I'll start off on this okay. one. Okay. Episode two for me, Wandavision. Wait for it. <laughs> Six full Infinity Stones. You are high. There's no way that is a no six comp. out of six episode I, of television. I thoroughly enjoyed the backdrop. I thoroughly enjoyed the intrigue. There was like three separate moments in which I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. The Baron Von Strucker commercial. I just thought I thought it was perfect. I loved it. All right. I wouldn't change a thing. All right. I'd give if we could break Infinity Stones in half, I'd give it a 3.5. But since we can't. I'll give it a I'll give it a four because because wow, it did because okay. it did start to open up a little bit. I I, I like the fact that it, you know it got it got more into slightly more into what I am finding interesting so far into the in the series. Yeah. I hope for your sake too. I think if you, if we take one and two as a pattern, right? I think we'll see like the rifts kind of opening up in these episodes. That's what I'm hoping. Get gradually bigger and bigger, right? Um, we've seen some some stuff in the trailers where it's like the neighbors are like, why are we here, you know, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that kind of confusing things, and you're going to see the facade break down, and I think that's something that you'll enjoy more Yeah, for sure. Um, I just realized we didn't talk about in episode two, uh, they introduced the character of – wait, was that Monica Rambo? It was Monica Rambo. I I think it ends up being Monica Rambo, but that's not what her name is. I think she says her name is Magdalene or something. Oh, so so for anybody who doesn't know, Monica Rambo is a character from the comic books who she was a captain, one of the Captain Marvels, right? Monica Rambo, yeah, was Captain Marvel. Um, and by the way, she introduced herself as Geraldine. The, you're um, right. You're right. In the in the show. Um, but yeah, she she's basically known as, as as Captain Marvel. She was the second one. Um, she gained her superpowers uh, basically from extra dimensional energy. You know how the Marvel stuff works. Um, she's also been known as as Photon, Pulsar, Spectrum. Mm. Uh, but she was the second Captain Marvel, and and she's supposed to be in this show as well. But she introduced herself as the name Geraldine in this episode. So it looks like I'm just doing some on the spot googling, and it looks like uh, that actress is also in Captain Marvel too. She's casting Captain Marvel yes. too. So that is for definitely for sure Monica Rambeau, um, mm -hmm. which, is which is the daughter of of captain marvel's buddy in the movie isn't that maria rambo who is it in in the first captain marvel yep yeah it is maria rambo good call good call i man i don't know like anything Find about it. any of the of the uh any of the captain marvels yeah okay uh, uh captain marvel's best friend who was played by lashana lynch she played maria rambo which is monica rambo's mom yeah i believe um, so technically, the the young her daughter should be Maria Rambo, I think. This is just me guessing. I'm pulling this right out of my ass. Um, let's see if it even says here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The young actor uh, who played Lashana Lynch's daughter was Monica Rambo. She's 11 years old in Captain Marvel. So I'm not sure how the fuck that works because she's older now. You know. So. Oh there no! Because well, Captain Marvel was in the 90s, right? 
Oh shit! Yeah, so that makes perfect. Wow. How did I forget? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the young yeah, girl yeah, you yeah, see yeah. in Captain Marvel and this woman are the same character. Thank you. I was losing my mind. I need to go watch Captain Marvel now. I'm disappointed. Dude, it's in too. It is ver. It is bordering on. T- you gotta know too goddamn much. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. But like, the amount of connect. I can't imagine what it must be hell to write anything for Marvel or Star Wars at this point. Oh yeah. Because you have to hit yeah, so many so references much. and just so many yep. connections. And if you fuck them up, the entire internet is gonna clown you forever. Well, exactly. Uh, if you put in the calculator here, you look at the years in which this character was here. Uh, that doesn't actually theoretically make sense because they weren't here before this happened, and then, 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 then this happened. Well, that breaks the rules for this. And, yeah, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, pretty much. So. Pretty much. All right. Um, I think that's everything we have for this episode. Indeed. We will be back next week to discuss episode three of WandaVision, which Eric will love, I'm sure. <laughs> and I'll probably hate it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably will be what happens. We'll find out. Indeed. Uh, before we go, another Infinity Watch podcast little segment here. We always end our show with recommendations uh, for fans to watch, read, listen to, check out, etc. Um, Eric, what do you got for us this week? What are you recommending? Oh, man. Well, I, the first thing I'm recommending is uh, I'm doing this thing this year where I'm keeping a spreadsheet of like I'm doing it mostly for books, but I'm trying to do for like all media I consumed this year. I'm keeping a spreadsheet of when I started it, when I finished it and and a rating out of 10. And I just feel like, I don't know. I've never done that before. We'll see if I keep up with it all year, but I've been keeping up with it so far. Um, But the first thing I want to recommend is this is an old star Wars book. It's in the legends canon. Um, so it's not uh, it's not considered canon anymore, but it's very good. It's just the uh, it's Star Wars, the Jedi Academy trilogy. And I'm reading book two right now, Dark Apprentice, but it's because I finished book one a little earlier. And it's exactly how it sounds. It's basically the story of pretty soon after, you know, a few years after the end of the movies, Han and Leia have little, 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 little kids. And Luke is just finding his footing as a Jedi master and beginning his Jedi Academy and trying to find students for the Jedi Academy. And it's a super good book. It's really good. Um, but I'm, I'm stoked to finish that one because I want to uh, read a different star Wars novel about it takes place in the new era of the high Republic. Wow. Uh, Nerd alert. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm stoked to get to that one. But for now, I will recommend the one that I uh, am currently reading, just the Jedi Academy Jedi Academy trilogy of Star Wars books. Nice. They're, uh, they're super fun. If if you like Star Wars. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um I I haven't been reading anything. I've been taking a break from reading stuff right now, but um I think my recommended recommendation this week if you're not a big comic person, but you want to just kind of dip your toes in. If you like WandaVision, you want to learn a little bit more. I highly recommend the limited series. It's, it's called Vision. It's by an author named Tom King. Um, and it, it's 12 issues long. You can buy it as one single book for about 20 bucks on Amazon. And it's basically uh, Vision and like his robot wife start a family. It's, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah, parallels yeah. to the show. And it's, I think it'll be kind of the same thing where it's like everything's picture perfect until it's not. 
Um, and so if you enjoyed this and, and just want like a nice, good read, go on Amazon, go on whatever bookstore or in-person bookstore you can go to and try and find Vision by Tom King. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I love it. I'll have to read that one. I'm, it's got to be on the Marvel Unlimited app, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's only twelve episodes or twelve uh, twelve issues. It's not too long. Super like you you don't have to know anything. You can just read it, enjoy it. You know, nice, nice and simple. Good shit. Well, Alrighty, I'll check folks. that out. So so before we leave here, where can people uh, contact us if if they want? So if you want to reach out to us, if you have any questions, comments, or if you hate us, uh, email us. The Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you include the the. Or you can you can shoot us a, a tweet over at Infinity Rewatch. Um, so both Twitter and email, the Infinity Watch Podcast at gmail.com or Twitter at Infinity Rewatch. All right. Until next week, WandaVision episode three. This is the Infinity Watch Podcast. My name is Tommy. Uh, I'm Eric. Talk to you later. Peace.